Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Static Shock Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 113 Child's Play and Sons of the Fathers. Hi, pals. It's week. I don't know why I always say it's week whatever because I never remember. Yeah, of, it's of weak. static. It's just week. It's, it's more static. I'm Al. Yeah, I'm Maggie. And we're here once again to talk about our favorite superhero that is in this show, mm-hmm. Static. Yep. Not Static Shock, just Static. Al, I don't know if you know this or not, but he's a shock to your system. Oh, boy. I will give the show credit. Richie, at one point, watches a clip of, uh, of Virgil on the news mm-hmm. saying that. He's like, oh, boy, Virg, that's... Uh, that's getting real old. We need some new. We need some new material. You 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 can't keep saying it's a shock to your system. Why not? It's a shock to their system. No, I know. I Dude, know what it I, is. I was here when you came up with it, like five yeah. weeks ago, and it was cute. But you, you, if you're going to be on TV a lot, you gotta say some other stuff. The the news is saying that you say it a lot, and they're not even around you all the time. And this is the news that repeat the same bullshit over and over again forever. Uh, yeah, they love that. Mm-hmm. It feels like uh, I was uh, watching that one with Tilo, and she's like, "It feels like the network gave them notes. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta have a you gotta have a catchphrase so kids yep. will buy the toys and stuff." And this is them saying, "Ugh, the catchphrase. Catchphrase is dumb. Nobody wants to hear the same thing over and over again." No, it's very irritating. That's why I just said hi, pals, because nobody wants to hear the same thing over and over, over and over again. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to tell you about the episode "Child's Play." I'm little disappointed Maggie didn't get to summarize this and put a bunch of Chucky references in there. But uh. I, you, you pick who picks the episode. No, I don't. Uh, we That's how we did it on Post-Atomic Horror. Here, we just take turns. Mm. You went first last time. I go first this time. That's how it works. I mean, you could absolutely just go, Maggie, you're taking Child's Play. I, make uh, a bunch of I, jokes. I could, but, you know, it's just a, to me, it's like a fairness thing. It's like mm-hmm. if, you, if you go first, you know, it's different than if you go second. Incidentally, if anyone out there hasn't seen the TV show Chucky, it fucking rules. I've heard that. Yeah. Like, from people, well, I've heard it from you. From people say, on this call. I was going to say, from people who, who enjoyed the Child's Play movie. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you. Exactly. Uh, this had nothing to do with any of that, though. Unfortunately, I would have loved to have seen Static Shock fight actual Chucky. Mm-hmm. You think Chucky's a bang baby? Ugh. In a way. <laughs> All right. I don't want to unpack what that means right now. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to tell you about this episode, what's called Child's Play. Here I go. Sure. Doomsday is nigh in Dakota. Well, according to one completely sane guy holding a sign anyway. As foretold, he says, in his own extremely sane way, the fountains of this one specific town will run red with cherry soda, finishes Virgil, a hero so sensible that he'll just lick whatever biblical portent happens to enco- he happens to encounter on the street. Later, he discovers that there have also been plagues of ice cream, basketball-playing robots, and people mysteriously disappearing into cornfields, which probably means that some little kids got power. Re- little kid got powers recently. A fact that will take Virgil. Oh, hey, only one act break to figure out. I should really give this kid more credit. The kid in question is Dwayne, and his shitty stepbrother Aaron just worked out the same thing about him. 
You were in the Big Bang, he says, grabbing Dwayne and shaking him violently. You're young Sheldon! <laughs> what follows is a pretty sad little crime spree as Aaron contrives reasons for Dwayne to rob a bank. Uh, the accounts manager called you a doo-doo head and steal a bunch of stuff from the mall. Uh, it's been recalled by the manufacturer and we're just rehearsing for a play and there's only one bed! Static makes quick work of Dwayne's imaginary champions, which include a sumo wrestler and an intellectually distinct version of Devil Dinosaur that I can only assume is called Satansaurus. Then he plays a tape of Aaron saying he played this stinking city like a harp from hell. Wait, uh, no, try side B. Aaron saying he hates his stepbrother. Thus ends Dwayne's Dwayne reign of terror. Static then literally shoots him the finger guns while his theme song swells up, and for a moment I was certain that he was going to tell Dwayne to stay in school and then only losers do drugs. Uh, that was a, like the way they framed the shot and everything. It's like, yeah, be good. Take uh, care. Yeah. Wow. Static's my, <laughs> Static's my new brother. No, uh -huh. I'm not. Yep. I actually had that exact note. <laughs> Static's my brother now. Nope. Nope. Uh, it's, it's interesting to me to see that, I, I mean, look, we're never going to like the phrase bang babies. No, we're not. We, we made that very clear. Like, if uh, we haven't made that clear enough, let me restate that. We are never going to enjoy the phrase bang babies. No. But that said, the people who were affected by the Terrigen Mist, I mean mm -hmm. Big Bang, I, I continue to enjoy that they are a variety of people. It's not yeah. just, like, I really thought because all those gang members were there with Virgil, I thought it was just going to be a, a, an endless procession of bad guys. But yeah. you had the kid uh, uh, last week. Was it last week, two weeks ago, whenever it was, with trying to get his music rights? He wasn't. Oh yeah, yeah. No, a bad that was kid. last week. He was the rubber guy. Uh, oh right, right, right. And then the there... guy that turned into glow in the dark clayface. Oh yeah, the guy, guy that the guy that uh, Ebon tried to uh, recruit. Mm -hmm. And then you got this kid. So it's yeah. it's nice that there's a a mix. Like we haven't seen another superhero yet, but we're yeah. not seeing people who are just jerk supervillains, which I I like. I, I do wish they'd been a little clearer when it happened that it was this, like, ex like extensive, because from what I could tell, like, two gangs got exploded. You yeah, know? it was just some kind of, like, West Side Story gang rumble. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. The, the, the sharks and the jets got turned into little literal sharks and jets. Yeah, Pony Boy got turned into an actual Pony Boy. Right. Wait, is that from West Side Story? Uh, outsiders. The, uh. the, the, the other gangs that rumble. Right, of course. Wait, was that come out and play, yay? No, that's the Warriors. Ah, I'm so confused. That's extensively more gangs that ah. uh, that rumble. Right. That's a whole city of gangs that rumble. Mm. I've seen none of these movies. Outsi Outsiders, they made us read in like eighth grade. Ah. Was it? Uh, was it? Was it like uh, trying to t teach you about gangs without getting specific about gangs? Yeah, and about how uh, killing people is wrong. Hmm. Well, it's important to learn that in school. We don't get that in America, and that's why we're like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that checks out, actually. You, you Canadians are, like, better educated oh, don't, on the subject. Oh, don't kill people. Okay. Oh, okay. I understand. Uh-huh. Whereas I believe you guys are taught, what, a good guy with a gun? That's the thing? I, that's one of the things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Working out great. Working out real great. Should give uh, teachers handguns. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Why don't we I talk just made about this? Sad. Why don't we just talk about this wacky cartoon? Yeah, let's day? um, let's talk about the wacky cartoon. Uh, what, what's your good thing? Uh, this one had legitimately funny stuff in it. Yeah, it did. Um, like Static's really good. Uh, like I had laugh out loud moments with Static, which like 
I like mm-hmm. Terry, but I don't think I ever guffawed at anything. No, his jokes say. were his jokes were always lame. And look, statics are almost always lame too. But they're li- there's a lot more of them, so I think some of them stick. Well, and like, uh, what's his face? Phil Lamar. Um, yes, yeah. Phil he Lamar's really got such a good delivery. Well, Phil Lamar is a comedian. Mm-hmm. That helps. Like, like um, Will Friedel, I'm sure has done some comedy but sure philomar is a like he was on whose line he was yeah. you know he's i'm sure he's done stand-up and stuff like he's got the reflexes of a comedian so he knows how to sell a joke like he's got why did i think electricity would affect you you're imaginary yep. made me laugh really hard yep uh hold off on saying the second half of this i want you to talk you had a hey it's that guy thing that ties into this actually oh yeah uh this episode features lorraine newman mm-hmm Musical guest, the Static Shock Dancers, a cartoon by Robert Smigel. I was very amused that you wrote that and then shocked, shocked to my system mm-hmm. that uh, you did not recognize Garrett Morris, who oh, no. also in this episode as the Doomsday Prophet. Oh my god, I do, I do not know who that is. Original SNL cast member, uh, possibly the only black dude in the original SNL cast oh, uh, wow. lineup, uh, Garrett Morris. <laughs> Um, you, you, you would recognize me if you saw him. Have you seen like the old SNL sketch, uh, uh, closed caption for the hearing impaired where someone's talking and you got the little circle guy at the bottom. Oh yeah. And he's screaming rather yes. than doing sign language. That's him. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Yeah. He's a very funny dude. And, oh God. That sketch kills. And this bit that you're going to call out being funny was mm-hmm. him. And part of why it was funny was because of him. Oh, that checks out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we've also got um, the 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 doomsday preacher at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. uh, who um, is surprised when a fountain runs red with cherry soda. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, you mentioned this, uh, Virgil. Don't drink out of the fountain. Yeah, he just sticks his finger in it, sniffs it, licks it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It could be blood. You don't know. Yeah. Like I know that. I mean, look. I'm sure you know that blood and cherry soda are in some ways very different. But like, still, it's not great. No, it could be poison. It could be like, also, it's a public fountain. It's just yeah. gross. It's like generally it's, gross. People's feet have been in there. No one's clean. It's full of pennies. Yeah. Ugh. Yep. But anyway, he's uh, the, the prophet is disappointed that uh, it's not blood. <laughs> so he figures that it's not blood. He sort of looks up to the heavens and goes, man, what you got against me? Which mm-hmm. is hysterical. It really is. No, Garrett Morris is great. He's a great, if you want, sort of a shouty character, which he was at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then he can sort of dial it back to that. Oh, man. Come on. Yeah. He's very good. I thought I was going to have a really good day. Mm-hmm. I was, I was delighted by that whole bit. There was, and it had almost nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Like, there's, mm-hmm. there was no reason to set this up that way, except that it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I did like your first note on the episode was, wait, is this Watchmen? Uh, yeah. Superhero story with a dude holding a placard that said the, the world is ending? Like Yeah, right at the beginning. I'm expecting, huh? you know, and it's got, like, blood-like uh, uh, yeah. sub- subject. Mm-hmm. All we're missing is uh, a comedian falling from a, a very tall building, and that could also be Lorraine Newman. <laughs> that would, that would unfortunately, the closest thing to a comedian we have in this show is static, and I don't want that to happen. <laughs> no, I like that. Well, look, if he falls out of a building, he'll, you know, land on a manhole or something. Yeah, or uh, use electricity in some incredibly dubious way to uh, rescue himself. Oh, I guess electricity makes me fly now. Sure. Yeah. You know, that's how birds work as far as I know. Uh, Yeah. That's why birds need to recharge at a uh, USB docking station every night. (laughs) Great. Well, I wanted to to plug my iPhone in, but there's a crow here. (laughs) (laughs) Caw. 
Oh, great. I'm just feeding into that whole conspiracy theory about birds being fake. Mm-hmm. Which no, they is, are fake. Yeah. Which is an actual... Oh, wait, are you one of those people? Of course I'm not. What are you talking about? I don't know. I th- would think at this point that you would know. Well, probably, but I, I don't know. Does Maggie not think birds exist? No, Maggie thinks birds exist. I mean, probably. I met a parrot one time. Okay. All right. That's fair, then. I met a parrot, and he was like, ah, we you're, exist. You're, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, it was. An existentially aware parrot. Yeah, it changed my life. Hmm. No, I. you always have, your opinions on animals are always so unexpected. Well, I hate so many of them. Yeah, but then you're delighted by some, and I, so mm-hmm. I just, I, I'm never quite sure what to expect is all. I'm an enigma, Al. I don't know about that. No, I am. I don't know if I'd go that far. I'm an enigma. Oh, no. Now riddle me this. Okay. Odd use of the word riddle as a, as a verb, but okay. Two guys, wa- two guys walk into a bar. Uh-huh. One of them is a lying... <laughs> one of them is a liar. Mm-hmm. The other one is from Switzerland. Hang on. Mm-hmm. All right, I got to stop this before it uh, gets bad. <laughs> Damn. Oh, you're going to say something uh, racist about the Swiss? I hope not. There, there was a whole kids in the hall bit about that. Uh, Dave Foley is sick of the Swiss. Oh well, I got no follow up to that. I'm sorry, well, Dave Foley. Yeah. Uh, let's see. My good thing. Yeah. I legit. I think this is the first time we found this out, or at least seen him do this. Like he might have mentioned it in passing before. Mm. But I like that Virgil's dad works with kids at the community center. Like he's mm-hmm. he's working with at risk youth. Like he's basically he's out there trying to stop kids from being in gangs and stuff. Yeah. Like I I am all I've said this from the beginning of this show. I mm. always like seeing regular ass people doing good in a world in the world on a superhero show. Like he's, Absolutely. He's out there doing actual things that a real person could do because he doesn't have powers. Mm. I'm like good for good for you. We get uh like both of these episodes are pretty Virgil's dad heavy and yep. I got to check what his name is because I was wondering about the Mis- Mr. Hawkins. Robert Hawkins. Yeah. Sir. Sir. The thing uh, is, the show is from the kid's perspective, so you're you, you're not on a first name basis with his dad. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. You gotta call him Mister Hawkins or Sir. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, um, no, I we we've liked this character from the first episode. Yeah, and it's nice to see. Like he's he's very strict, mm-hmm. but he's also obviously very compassionate. Yeah, and he's I a like good... I like seeing that. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, the community center thing kind of threw me because I'm like, wait, does he work at the school? Is he Virgil's principal? No, that can't be right. I met Virgil. We've seen Virgil's principal. Yeah, no, you you had mentioned that he's like the most Bruce Tim looking character in this in the show. Boy, he sure is. Yeah. No, um, it, because they cut to like a, a basketball court. That was like, the thing. Well, let's see. Our main character goes to high school. So this mm. is probably there. Oh, wait, there's another basketball court somewhere else. Okay. It's like, oh, all right. This town has two basketball. Fair enough. Okay. You know just, what? That one's on me. Just two, though. Yeah. They're big enough to host a Comic-Con and have, like, big companies based there, but they mm-hmm. only have two basketball courts. Yeah, sad. Yeah. Uh, when the kids are playing basketball, they name-check Wilt Chamberlain, who I, I know, I know, was a very accomplished basketball player, mm-hmm. but he also wrote a memoir about having fucked 40,000 women, and that's <laughs> all I think of when I hear the name Wilt Chamberlain now. See, all I think of when I hear the name Wilt Chamberlain is this bit from MST where, where Crow goes, Wilt Chamberlain. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all well, I know. All right. It's a guy signing it like it's a guy like putting writing his name down or something. Oh, I see. Well, Wilt is a funny name. It is a funny. <laughs> they called him Wilt, mm-hmm. and yet he wrote a book about how he fucked four hundred women. No, forty, forty thousand. Forty thousand. Good yeah. God! I thought I was being. Uh... 
No, it was it it was an insane number. <laughs> it's like, well, I said forty thousand. That can't possibly be right. I mean, I might be remember. It was in the tens of thousands. I know that for a fact. I might mm-hmm. have the number wrong, but uh, yeah. And they said like he's the only one to get more than a hundred points in a game, and I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. and the only one to sleep with uh, over forty thousand women. Uh, according to uh, according to uh, that, what what's my DNA or whatever? Uh, mm-hmm. The entirety of the planet is made up of people descended from Wilt Chamberlain and Genghis Khan. Yeah, he's. I was about to say he's a modern Genghis Khan. <laughs> oh man! <sighs> uh, they also uh, name check Shaq in that scene. Yep, I which... absolutely thought this was going to be the episode where Shaq showed up. Well, yeah, because once you say the name of a contemporary famous person, mm-hmm. then it's like. Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Hi guys, I was in the neighborhood. I just thought I'd swing by and oh, tell yeah, you that I, Superman's I awesome. I think his voice is way down. Hey that guys, is entirely possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's do some bad things. What do you? Yeah. Think? Uh, yeah. So, uh, not one but two real bad Asian stereotypes in this one. Um. Well, the kid, like they come from the kid's imagination, and that doesn't excuse them putting it in the show. No. But that's but, why um, they're sort of broad. The um the character Kung Pao, yeah, uh, who is I think it's supposed to be a video game character, mm-hmm. uh, shows up and mostly just yells and punches things. Well, says hi ya, and then they yeah. play the the music. Yep, which is nice. You, you, okay, you know the music. Uh huh. Which that's bad enough, but the mm-hmm. whole uh the whole sumo guy, oh boy. See, I saw that. In the document, because you watched this one before me, and mm-hmm. then I watched it looking for that, and I didn't see anything. Like, and and again, we're both white. Mm-hmm. We're not qualified to say this, but I want to be clear about that every time because I never know. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see anything overtly problematic that I could tell. Like it, it was, was the muttering in fake Japanese that really. Oh, was it fake Japanese? See, I, I think I think like because it didn't sound like it didn't. It's I, not that it didn't sound like words. It didn't sound like anything, you know? To me, to me, it kind of did is why I'm saying that. Like, I thought maybe they got someone who knew a little Japanese to say a few words, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I mean, wrong. Like, look, if that's if that's the case, then I am wrong, and, like, this is at least better. Yeah, but it's still, if you if it made you uncomfortable, then that's still a valid bad thing. like, I'm not, yeah. I don't like any yeah. of this. I understand. The, uh, the, the thick black lips were also not great. Yeah, I... The thing is, I thought that scene was kind of funny. Like, if it is problematic, then that's not good. Mm. But just the way, like, they could have made it some other kind of character. I just, like, he was drawn and animated a little differently than everything around him to to sort of emphasize the imaginariness of yeah. him. Yeah, well, and I think he's supposed to be, like, a um, like a, a mascot or something. Right. And I just, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I also like that the kid, he doesn't cook these things up out of nothing he turns things like that ended up being a dog yep yep which they didn't really get into that Mm -hmm. does he does he completely change it or does it is it just an illusion because what i'm getting at is at one point he turns a gross old popsicle stick he finds in the garbage Mm -hmm. into a chili dog yep and he starts to eat it i'm like Mm -hmm. does it become real food or is it just like a hologram did you just eat a gross popsicle stick? Yeah, that you made with your powers look like a, a a hot dog, but it's not actually. Well, and I assume tastes like because, like, hopefully the kid's not halfway through it and going, "This does not taste like a chili dog." But I do love the taste of gross old popsicle sticks mm-hmm. that was in someone else's mouth. Ah, uh, it sure was. And sitting out in the hot sun in the garbage mm-hmm. can all day. Yep. Ugh. But he like 
one of the things I like about the way his powers work is mm. uh, his brother keeps trying to goad him into doing various things. And he's yeah. like, I don't I can't make that because I don't know what it is or yeah. I, I don't know what it looks like. And of course, he's a kid. Yeah. If he can't imagine it because he doesn't understand it, then he can't mm. do it. So that implies unless he knows what hot dogs are made of. And look, none of us know what hot dogs are made of. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm a grown ass man and I have no idea and I never want to know. I guess you could make a thing that looks like a hot dog and tastes like a hot dog, but doesn't actually have any hot dog in it. Maybe. Unless he's making physical things. I yeah, don't that's know. The th- I don't know. Well, the thing is, he's. I'm not sure how it works, but also I don't think he's sure how it works. So, yeah. like. Yeah. No, and I like that, too. That's a good mm-hmm. element of it. But but as the audience. And I don't. Look, I don't want an actual scientific explanation. What I want is the internal logic. Yeah. Just tell me, like, do, is he making things or is he making illusions? I guess because mm-hmm. Static is actually fighting things. Yeah. Uh, but then again, he tries to shoot electricity at it, and it doesn't work. So it's yeah, not, it doesn't have substance. I I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not a the other thing not. is like when the dog and the cat both change back, they both seem completely fine. Yeah, like they were not aware that they were rampaging through a mall. Exactly. It was like hmm, yeah, it's, whatever. Well, I mean, the cat, you know, definitely, I could see the reaction going. Yeah, I was a sumo guy a minute ago. Whatever. Yep. The dog yeah. on the other hand, just like whoa, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Well, and it appeared to be a. Uh, dog experiencing homelessness also. Hmm. I don't care so, for that. I mean, either, but it was like a ratty dog out in the street and he didn't mm-hmm. take it home with him. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, my bad thing. Yeah. Uh, at one point, Virgil's trying to get some money out of his dad. Like, we all do as teens, trying to get mm-hmm. money out of our parents. Uh, and he says, uh, and his dad says, I don't have any cash. I got to go to, a, to an ATM. He's like, well, you can give me your card and your PIN number. Like, Virgil, you know PIN stands for personal identification number. You know better than that. Uh-huh. You're a smart kid. Yeah, come on. What's wrong with you? Uh, at one point when the kid uh, cooks up a $100 bill and it's got this really ridiculous looking Ben Franklin on it. Yep. I'm like, oh, that looks. And then it was like, they explained the thing we just talked mm-hmm. about. Like, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Never mind. That's it's actually good. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because of course he wouldn't know what a $100 bill looks like. I barely know what a $100 bill looks like. Well, you also... By the time you became a grown-up who actually got real money, mm-hmm. uh, physical cash became much less, like, prominent, so. That is true. Like, if you asked me to, to make you a $100 bill, it would also be like, uh, it's vaguely bill-shaped, it's green. Well, also, you come from a different country where money mm-hmm. looks very different, so that's a factor, too. Yeah. Ugh. Like, all your money has the same guy on it, which is easy. Uh-huh. And it's different colored, which, you know, like, makes it a little more complicated, but, yeah. you know. Why does why does this hundred dollar bill have a picture of John A. McDonald on it? Eh, don't don't worry about it. Who? And the Queen on the back. Wait, isn't the Queen on the front? I don't know. All right. It's covered in faces. <laughs> faces and ducks. <laughs> okay. Faces, ducks, and a bear. Like a bear that I thought was a dinosaur. <laughs> uh, these new two dollar coins are da- dinorific. Mm hmm. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, um, I liked uh, Mr. Hawkins. One of the things I liked was um, uh, the the kid was like, "Well, he's not my brother; he's my stepbrother." And uh, he goes, "Look, they're basically the same thing." Mm-hmm. Okay, like that's that's a good thing to say. Like when you yeah. have a when you have a step sibling or a half sibling or whatever, and people always try to sort or or if you're adopted, same kind mm-hmm. of thing. It's good for a grown up to say, "No, that's your brother. Shut up." Mm-hmm. Like, good. Good for you. That is yeah. the right, responsible adult thing to tell the kid. Absolutely. Uh, oh, there's a bit when uh, Static is fighting whatever thing he's fighting that's supposed mm-hmm. to be out of a out of a TV show. 
And he says, uh, it's, it's just like the cartoon. And without the commercials, I thought the act break should have come right there. Oh, absolutely. That would have been great. <laughs> I was a little disappointed that it didn't. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, see. Kids are real laid back about the giant fucking robot that's uh, rampaging around. Like... Especially since they had just talked about it. Like, it's, he's like, because they were talking about, like we said, like Will Chamberlain mm-hmm. and Shaq. And he's like, yeah, but Basketball 2000 or whatever the fuck the thing's called. It's not I even Basketball remember. 2000. It's like Super Kill Robot 5000 is uh, a better basketball player than any of Way better at yeah, than, he can, uh, Shaq. He can dunk on Shaq. Then the robot actually physically shows up and they're mm-hmm. just like, huh, okay. That's weird. Well, maybe they're jaded from Space Jam. Maybe they just assume that kind of thing happens all the time. Eh, that makes sense. I mean, I was jaded about society on the whole after I saw Space Jam. So. <laughs> so what are we doing? Oh, God. This is this is really what it's come to, huh? Hour and mm-hmm. a half shoe commercial. I don't... Mm-hmm. All right. Ugh. Uh, what else? Uh, let's see. Um... I don't appreciate Dwayne's bank robbery, but I do appreciate him fucking up a bank, so. Yeah. I just I just always go back to that uh, Nancy cartoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can the I have a dollar to go town? to the circus? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, all right. Anything else? Uh, I think that's it. All right. Well, my quote is just them taking a dig at comics for no reason, which uh, mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I can't tell if it's self-aware or just mean. Mm-hmm. But it did make me laugh, so. Loco Martian? I love that guy. But I didn't think anybody read comics anymore. I mean, it was the late 90s, early 2000s. He has a point. I mean, look, I was jaded about comics at this point, too. But uh, yeah. I know you weren't, so I, I'm trying to dial that back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right. Let us move on to Sons of the Fathers, which I'm sure was a next-gen title. Uh-huh. But uh, this has nothing to do with Worf, apparently. No, sadly. Hmm. An average day at Dakota Mall is interrupted by the arrival of the Metabreed. Oh, awesome. That means Ebon is back. Oh, fuck. That means Shiv is back. <laughs> Already all I want him to do is shut up. He's he's like that guy in high school who thinks that he's really funny, but he's mostly just annoying. Me. He's like me in high school. <laughs> Talon is also there, but she gets arrested before I can remember what my opinion of her is. Ebon and Shiv escape and swear revenge. Well, Ebon swears revenge. Shiv mostly giggles to himself and tries to pass off a joke he saw in Family Guy last night as his own. Everyone's seen your Stewie impression, Shiv. <laughs> Nobody likes it. Back at home, Virgil realizes that he's never actually had a, been to a sleepover, been to Richie's house, and wonders why. Richie's reluctant, but eventually invites Virgil to a sleepover. Oh, Virgil, you, you gotta read the room. Man, I had a couple friends who didn't want me over either. Mostly because I could recite the entire honey-roasted peanut scene from The Simpsons, but also sometimes <laughs> because they were their parents were assholes. Sure enough, the visit to Richie's place is not great. Well, his mom is a hot redhead named Maggie, so she's cool. Yeah. Love a hot Maggie, as should all of you. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Richie's dad is a real racist piece of shit, and after spouting off about those people too many times, Virgil decides it's time to head home. Richie is obviously deeply embarrassed, tells his dad to go fuck himself, and then wanders aimlessly around the snowy parts of Dakota all night. When Virgil discovers Richie's missing, he goes looking for him, ecstatic, while Virgil's dad helps Richie's dad search around. Richie's dad continues to be a real piece of shit, while Virgil's dad acts like a goddamn saint for being in the same room as him. Static and Richie touch base, but they're observed by Ebon, who is also in this episode, and kidnaps Richie when Static goes off to fight a fire. Eventually, Static and the dad squad all meet up together at the Breed's house to collectively save Richie. Static beats the crap out of Ebon. Richie's dad stops being visibly racist and settles for being quietly racist to his friends. And Shiv makes some real friends, starts a podcast, and eventually realizes that he's actually a hot lady. 
<laughs> the like, end. Just like that hot mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, my good thing and your bad thing sort of tie together. So let me yeah. get into this first because you're you're not wrong. I don't disagree. It's not one of those times where it's like we 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 want to talk about the same thing mm. and you liked it and I didn't or vice versa. It's it's just sort of aspects of it. Yeah. Like I continue to be impressed that this show will deal with actual real things like like gang violence for mm-hmm. instance and and this racism they made the dad as racist as they could without actually making him say like horrible you know uh slurs yeah but he did say stuff about hip hop causes you to be a thug mm-hmm. and i don't trust those people and why don't they just get jobs and it was like some real yeah. actual and it's so much more effective when you try to tell kids like this stuff is unacceptable mm-hmm. to not say intolerance is bad and people shouldn't hate you because you're different. That's so yeah. vague. You, yeah, you don't exactly. know what that means. It's just like we talked about this a lot, like the drugs thing where it's just mm. here is some drugs. Yeah. It's it, I liked that they weren't scared to say, yeah, no, he's a real piece of shit. Look at this. Yeah, it's it's real bad. And yeah, but like, then. Like, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Like I like Richie knowing it's bad is is nice too. Yeah, know? look, I don't I don't want to bring you over. You're my best friend, and you're black, and, and I don't want to hear this. Dad's a piece of shit. Like like he doesn't even know that you're black, and mm-hmm. I've been hanging out with you presumably every day for years. Yeah. So but like yeah, you're not wrong. He needs to read the room. Like th- yeah yeah. But anyway, uh, just but your bad thing kind of is where they take that. I th- here's the thing. I know this is a kids' cartoon, but I don't need to see a redemption arc for Richie's racist dad. Like I am more than happy to see something more along the lines of yeah, Sometimes your family is racist and you don't need to, you don't need to be around them. This episode ends with uh, Richie's dad taking both to a comic, to a comic con. Like he's learned, mm-hmm. he he's learned that, you know, maybe not to hate black people so much. And like, you know, oh. if they can do something for you, like save your son. Right. And it's not, good and i don't i don't like richie being around him like it's okay and i don't like virgil being around him like you're you're better now you know yeah you're not wrong i think uh kids tv has to walk that line they can't just tell you can't tell people to give up on their family i mean look i did Mm -hmm. like i have i have very close like parental family members that Mm -hmm. are like this that i don't Mm -hmm. talk to anymore yeah I don't want to have anything to do with them anymore. But you, yeah. you're you not supposed to say that. And I don't like that, but that's, I'm sure, standards and practices and whatever else. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, we can't, like, we have to show that this this white guy isn't all bad. Uh, but I mean, maybe. I Look, I in my experience, and probably yours too, mm. you can't usually change people's minds. But maybe it's, it's possible not Im- to It's do. not impossible, but it's Let, not. Look, look at it this way. You and I both believed some pretty shitty stuff that we have now owned and tried to be better about. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely true. So it's possible. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I see where they're coming from. I see what they were trying. You're mm. absolutely right to call it out, and I also don't think they were successful at it. Yeah. Because his change of heart comes in 30 seconds. Exactly. And again, after black people have done him a favor, you know? Yeah. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I... I don't know if you caught this, mm. but all they did was pivot from racism to uh, sort of uh, vague homophobia at the end. Yep, absolutely. Where they're like, at the Comic-Con, they, they put on costume and makeup. Even the guys. Can't uh-huh. wait to see what my dad thinks about that. Oh, guys in makeup. Ugh. Yeah. 
yeah, I uh, discovered my absolute love of wearing eyeliner at, at a Comic-Con, actually. Hell yeah. And, uh, like, I'm as about as straight presenting as you get. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's just, like, ugh, guys, come on. Really? <laughs> yeah. But it's, anyway, yeah. I, it, I, I appreciate what they're going for in this one, but it just, it doesn't really, you know. No, it doesn't work. They, they made it. It's also him, been 20 years. Like, yeah. But also, I feel like they probably, like, there's just some things they can talk about and some things they can't. And they, yeah. they definitely pushed through and, and said some things that probably hadn't been said before, but they, mm-hmm. they couldn't stick the landing, I think. Yeah. But I really hated this guy, and I was meant to, so. Mm-hmm. That, that was a plus. Yeah, just, like, every second he was on screen, I'm just like, oh, eat shit. Like, if they had cast someone I found generally, you know, likable, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, well, he's saying some bad things. But I do like, I don't know, Patton Oswalt or whatever. Yeah. But no, this guy, whoever he was, just real real piece of yeah, shit. Just, uh just sucked. Just sucked all over the place. Yeah, he wasn't great. No. Um, my bad thing. I think they did this to amp up the racial tension, mm-hmm. but they dialed up the what uh, I believe what we call it now is uh, African American vernacular English. Like mm. in the '90s, they wanted to call it ebonics, and then there was a stupid pushback from right wing douchebags not to call it that. Whatever, but you know what I mean. Black slang. Yeah. They they really dialed it up in this episode in a in a cringy way, not in a oh this show's pretty hip and plugged in way, but yeah. in a oh Jesus like, and I wrote down like when I when I made this note, I wrote down mm-hmm. the five examples that came up in in the less than a minute, mm-hmm. kicking it, sup, whack, funky fresh, peace out. Mm-hmm. There there were so many more. Like yeah. they they pepper everyone's dialogue with this throughout this show, mm. but in this episode there was so much more of it. And it's yeah. like, oh guys, what are you doing? All right. Particularly when Richie does it, we've said that before. Mm-hmm. Where he'll she'll walk up to Virgil and say, "Sup, V." I'm like, uh-huh. please stop. You're so white. Yeah, please just stop. But uh, again, I understand what they were trying to do. Yeah. But also. Ugh. Uh. Uh, once again, though, Virgil's dad. Virgil's dad's great. Yeah. Like, sort of continuing the thing. Like, he he says, mm-hmm. look, I work with kids like this so they don't turn out like this. Yeah. So shut up, man. Yeah, like, what you're doing isn't helping. What I am doing is actually hopefully helping someone, you know? But also showing a, showing a grown-ass black man saying, I've been dealing with this all my life. It's not like, yeah. it's not like, oh, racism, I thought that was gone now. No. Actually it's... having him say... Ugh, I've had to deal with this my whole life. Mm-hmm. I was hoping to shield my kid from it as much as I could, but this is an inevitable thing, and I hate it. I also, the the bit when Virgil comes home and just, like, it's basically, like, uh, they they mention it rather than show it, just because it's, we, we sort of cut to Virgil, like, sitting on the couch, like, yeah. just being kind of sad. Yep. And he's just like, I, you know, I appreciate you watching videos with me last mm-hmm. night. I'm like, oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah, because he, like, he knew this mm-hmm. day was going to come in some form or another. Yeah. Like, ugh. This yeah. poor kid. World world sucks, man. It's mm-hmm. it's stacked against this. It's terrible. Yeah. I know it's not cool to hang out with your dad, but uh, I'll, I'll at least keep you company. All right. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. And then and then Virgil, in in true teen boy fashion, this was genuinely good character. Oh yeah, this Says, is my quote. Oh oh well, let's uh let's hear that then. Yeah. Yeah, pops, I'm cool. I'd be even cooler with the new stereo though. But then I wouldn't be cool. Stick with your old stereo. Perfect. Fantastic. That's because that's exactly it. You get a little sympathy out of your parents, which is mm-hmm. sweet. But then you try to push it. I'm sure. I'm sure it's not just a teen boy thing either. I'm sure you you probably tried that. Oh, we've all been there. Yeah. 
Oh, oh, you're on my side right now? Can uh, I, maybe we could get that. Uh, can I have a little treat then? Can I have, uh, Maggie, can I have a couple of bucks as a treat? Mm-hmm. Look, sometimes it works. Uh-huh, it does. That's the weird thing. Yeah. Oh, you're real sad. I better I better buy you a Transformer. Hey! Yeah. Here's five bucks. Go get yourself a Slurpee and a comic book. Mm-hmm. Ah, see, I grew up in the 80s. I could buy several comic books, a Slurpee, and, like, some chips or something. Lucky. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember uh, getting mad that comics went up to 75 cents. Uh-huh. I remember getting a poster at work that said uh, three three ninety nine, and it always will be. Well, you also were a kid when when comics suddenly went up 8,000% like all at once. Yep. It was gradual for years, and then in the 90s, everything just went fucking stupid. Well, I remember I had like stuff that like you can track it from like the early 90s where it's like a buck or whatever to yeah. like... <laughs> Going to the shop every week, and it's like, I only make so much money, you guys. You can't have all of it. Yeah, well. But also, I gotta know what Spider-Man's up to this week. Mm -hmm. Oh, this sucks too, actually. <laughs> well, turns out he's wearing a hoodie, and he's not Spider-Man at all. Uh-huh. <sighs> Good. Or maybe he is Spider-Man at all. No, he's not Spider-Man at all. Oh, sorry, hang on, he is Spider-Man. No, hang Well, and well, that guy's wait. dead. Yep, uh, he's got a daughter. Wait, no, he doesn't. No. Wait, Aunt May's dead. No, she isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a while I worked at Seven Eleven, so I could just read that stuff without buying it. That was easy. Oh, that does that does sound. I worked at a comic shop and I didn't. Uh, oh, did you not? Were you not able to just sort of sample the wares? No, people tended to yell at me if I was seen reading. Oh, at a bookstore? Yeah, I know, right? Every bookstore I've ever gone into, the, the if they're not stock like actively stocking shelves or helping customers, they're mm -hmm. sitting there reading, and I kind of expect that. No, if I was um. If I had free time, I was usually on the computer looking like I was working, but actually just talking to you. Yeah, yeah that tracks. Uh-huh. Well, you have time to lean. You have time to I am with Al. Make Watchmen jokes with Al. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, let's see. What else? Oh, mm -hmm. so we got Ebon and the, the, the gang of Bang Baby. What, what the fuck are they called? Oh, the, the Meta Breed? That's it, because uh, Static uh, bursts in and calls them the Metabums. I'm like, wait, is that their actual name? It's like, oh, right, they're the breed. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, That's the thing. Be. They call themselves the Metabreed. The episode that introduces them is called The Breed. Right, 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 right. But when they reintroduce characters, usually they'll remind the audience, because mm -hmm. the audience is stupid. Hi. Uh-huh. And doesn't remember things from week to week. Hi. Hi. And and needs constant reminding. Hi. <laughs> What was I talking about? Hi. <laughs> Hello. Sounded like you were getting high. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Uh-huh. Wow, real high. Yeah. No, I, but, you know, he said meta button. Fuck, is that their names? Could be. I don't know. Yeah, who there's knows? A guy, there's a guy called Carmen Dillo, so who the fuck knows? <laughs> Boy, there sure is a guy called Carmen Dillo. Yeah, he came back in this episode. Uh, To my uh, to my eternal uh, upsetness. I thought you liked him. I, I guess I remember that wrong, too. No, I think I hate him. Okay, that's fair. Every time he shut. He showed up, I was like, oh, no. Oh, here comes this guy again. Uh, you basically, oh, God, get away from me, Carmen Dillo. Well, he's got a friend in this episode. He does have a friend uh, who is a dog man. <laughs> he is. He is a man who is also a he dog. He is a man who is a dog. And, like, at this point, just, like, yeah, sometimes there's just a dog man around. A dog man named Chompus. Oh, God, yeah. C-H-O-M-P-U-S. Chompus. <laughs> I think I'm just going to call him Dog Man. Thank you very much. Unfortunately, this is the only appearance of Chompus. <laughs> Chompus the Bang Baby. 
I was excited <laughs> that we would give more Chumpus the Bang Baby. <laughs> and his friend Carmen Dillo. Al, you're killing me. But that's it. Oh, I know. Uh, if I could work in someone saying caw, I think that would finish you off. Uh, oh, there's also a crow, man. Well, there's, I mean, there is the, the bird lady in this one. Yeah, but she doesn't say caw, and also she went to jail real fast. That's true. Yeah, because that was what motivated Ebon for the rest of the episode, is I gotta I gotta break my gang back out. Well, yeah. this this part of my gang. I don't want to be stuck with just this guy. No one wants to be stuck with just this guy. This Jeez. guy is so fucking annoying. I was very pleased we didn't get a scene between Richie and... Mm-hmm. And uh, Shiv, because uh-huh. they both are very annoying in a very similar way. Uh-huh. <sighs> Just, they, that's two dudes who would either love each other or loathe each other. Oh, they'd be in direct competition with one another. They would be making a podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> they would, wouldn't they? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Uh They, um, like, he's going through, like, because they, they kidnap Richie, and... Mm-hmm. It's a little annoying to me. I, once again, the the secret identity thing just bugs me. It's dumb because Ebon seems like a pretty smart dude. Mm-hmm. He seems of of Static's uh, villains so far seems like mm-hmm. the smartest by far. Yeah, and he kidnaps Richie because he knows Richie is Static's friend. Yeah, but he doesn't put together no. that this kid Virgil with this distinctive haircut, who hangs out with this kid Richie all the time and mm-hmm. sounds the same. Yep, might be static. Doesn't that? also his dad shows up. That really, that really bugged me. Like to mm-hmm. the point where, like, it's like if, like, guys, you cannot do this. His, like, his dad is very on the ball. He would identify his son immediately. Oh, and so they have a scene together. Yeah, when when Static comes and rescues like uh, Richie, like the dads are there, and mm-hmm. he he's there, and I I'm amazed Mr. Hawkins didn't say Virgil. Yeah, but. Then Virgil saves the day and should just get the fuck out of there. Instead, he goes over and has a little chat with his dad. What are you doing, kid? Yeah, got, like makes you, a mi- little... you might have gotten away with it, but you're just gonna fucking you're just gonna push this, huh? Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> like the the next episode of this show needs to be okay. So you're static shock, right? Well, and Dad, I'm static actually. I understand your confusion. Uh huh. No, and I've read a spoiler. His dad does find out in like season four or something. Oh, like it's that is, way it's way down the line. That line. is way too long from the from this. Yeah. Like, yep. Like I get his sister not getting it because his sister is at that stage in their relationship where she wants nothing to do with him. Exactly. She hasn't looked closely at her brother's face in years. Mm-hmm. When they're grown up, she will. But right yeah. now, she thinks he's gross and hates him. Yeah, exactly. But, but like, dad, his yeah. dad would his clock child. him immediately. That's his child. Yeah. He knows his voice. He knows yeah. what he looks like. He knows his body language. Like, yeah. it's his kid, man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> like, oh, okay, Vir- Virgil's here dressed as, and apparently he's got superpowers, and he's here saving his best friend. Like, And he's making all those corny jokes that Virgil mm-hmm. always makes. Yeah, like, like this I doubt that happened difficult with, math. No, I doubt that that the joke thing started happening when he got powers. I bet he's just been like that all the time. Yeah, that's just the way that guy is. Yeah, which I love, but also mm-hmm. it's a giveaway, man. It's a tell. Yeah. Like, I could pick him out, and yeah. I have face blindness. Well, again, he's got a very distinctive hair. Like, nobody else in town mm-hmm. that I've seen has the same hair. And, you know, he sounds like a teenager. Yeah. So that would, like, and actually... Virgil's dad says something to the effect of, do your parents know you're out? Like, he knows yeah. he's a kid. Yeah. So he's not even disguised as an adult. He already has has narrowed it down to, well, you're a teenager. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Come on, man. 
Sp- speaking of that scene, by the way, it's also got uh, him doing that, and then Virgil having the great delivery. Oh, I think I just heard a police car. Gotta go. <laughs> I think I hear a mountain lion. Because again, Phil Lamar is awesome. Yep. yep. Yeah, that line on paper is nothing. Gotta go. Yep. Very no, no, bad. you, no, no. You've got to get up. Got to get up. Got to get up. Mm-hmm. Go, go, go. I, I gotta say, this I think is like the eighth episode we've done that the theme song's starting to grow on me. All right. I don't love it, but I don't hate it as much as I did the first time I heard it. I, I've definitely been wandering around going, gotta get up, gotta get up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's when I'm lying in bed and like trying to, you know, start the yeah. day. You know. Then um, I use my electricity powers to summon my keys. Wow, man! If only. Yeah. It's okay. Um, that's why I got a key hook. I mean, I work from home. I don't really need my keys. But oh, that's true. You know, uh, there's a moment actually in that in that last scene, or mm-hmm. um, Static's fighting the the bad guys. He's hanging upside down. Oh yeah, and he looks cool. But mm-hmm. it's, the way they play, and this might be me projecting. There might not be as much to this scene as I thought. But it's like he practiced this pose. He looks cool. He knows he looks cool, which mm-hmm. kind of makes him not cool anymore. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, this is my cool superhero pose. I'm hanging upside down like Batman. I mean, that's Virgil, kind of, you dork. I mean, that's kind of static, and I kind of I know. love that. You no, know? they're going to a Comic-Con. Yeah. They're into this shit. I love it. Yeah. Like, the guy's a dork who just happened to turn it to be, be able to become a superhero. Like, yeah. no, it's, I would it's, absolutely do the exact same thing. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, we've compared him to Spider-Man a bunch, but that's because mm-hmm. he is. Like, yeah. he's, he's got a lot of that in his DNA. A uh, couple other things I wanted to call out with yeah. Richie's dad, just because he had a couple of really good lines that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Virgil, like, when he's when he comes home and he's sad, uh, mm-hmm. he says... Oh, uh, Virgil's dad. Yeah. Sorry, did I... Oh, Richie's dad. You said yeah. Richie's dad, oh, which, yeah, yeah, no, that, no, no, no. That's, a, that's a gap. Like, yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. I apologize. I was looking at my notes and I saw Richie, but yeah, I mm. meant Virgil's dad, of course, yeah. Mister Hawkins, yes. sir. Uh, uh, Virgil says, uh, "Why is he like that, Dad?" And and he says, uh, "That's a question even Richie's father can't answer." Mm-hmm. Like that's a genuinely good line. Yeah, like the show has some good wisecracks every now and then, but sometimes a little yeah. bit of profound, like, "Yeah, you're right." Mm-hmm. Motherfucker doesn't even know why he's like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and the the other line that made me laugh and I bet made you laugh too, because mm-hmm. I know you, Yeah. uh, he said, uh, uh, Richie's dad. And I do mean Richie's dad this time Okay. shows up and, and says, uh, he says something to the effect of, I didn't know you were black or something like that. Or like, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, Virgil's dad just says, would that have made a difference fool? Yeah. Like, just calling him a fool right to his yep. face. Good job. Mm-hmm. I know. Mr. Hawkins doesn't have time for this crap. No. He's got to go find someone else's kid. Yeah. Because this idiot can't, can, would never be able to do it. Well, you can't trust those people to control their kids. No, of course not. You know, white people. I mean, I'm not wrong. No, you're not. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Um, I think that's everything I got. Yeah. Oh! Oh! Yes? Virgil used the goggles in this episode. Ah. Well, I know you've been waiting for that. Yeah, like... For the first time ever, and um, like he uh, he's helping with a uh, with a uh, ho- uh, apartment fire, mm-hmm. and he flies out. He's wearing the goggles, and I simultaneously went, "Hey, he's wearing the goggles!" And oh, those don't look good when they're pulled over. His eyes. <laughs> well, at least you know they work now. Like yeah, for, yeah. For a while, because the art style on this isn't as good as it might be, we were mm-hmm. not a hundred percent convinced they were goggles. Yeah. So at least we know that now. Yeah, he comes out, and the firefighters are like. Uh, 
Uh, we should uh, get, we should get you to do this. And Virgil's like, I'll do it for one of those helmets. Yeah, that was cute. Uh-huh. It's like, you guys are the real heroes. Yeah. Uh-huh. You dork. Mm-hmm. You absolute dork. I like him. Yeah. Honestly, like, this show's kind of okay, but, like, I... the, 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 uh, what's the word I want? Like, the, the charm, like, the, mm-hmm. the charisma. Yeah, it's charming. Of the main character. Yeah. And his dad, and I think that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, this show's growing on me, you know? Yeah. Like, I wasn't sure when we came in because I'd never seen any of it, but, um. Well, and it's you know? hard it's hard to get past the, the, the lower production value. Exactly. The other shows got more money and, and better, you know, better art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um I like Virgil. I'm enjoying you know, yeah. I'm enjoying watching him do things. Yeah, me too. He's yeah. he definitely feels like a kid who got superpowers. Yeah. Which is always always fun. Mm-hmm. It's a hard uh, line to walk, you know. Well, kids acting like kids is always something I enjoy. Yeah. Like don't when you give them a serious situation, you don't suddenly turn them into grown-ups. They're still no. kids. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why watching them handle, like, grown-up stuff is interesting, you know? Exactly. All right. Anything else? Uh, that is it. Okay. Well, that's all for this time. Next time yeah. is Winds of Change, which I'm going to mm-hmm. guess is a guy with wind powers? Mm-hmm. Or or a guy with change powers. You don't know. That could be. Although and... we did already have a guy with change powers. Well, we've got guys with very similar powers already, so uh-huh. who knows? And, and we've got dog guy. We do have Chompus, <laughs> the Bang Baby. Uh. Uh, and the other episode is Bent Out of Shape, which I uh-huh. I assume is about someone with bending powers, possibly I Bender. Do. Yeah, rubber rubber guy comes back. Oh yeah, maybe he definitely comes back. Like or, I glanced yeah. at the at the DC wiki, and they say like this guy comes mm-hmm. back in this episode and that episode. So like. I know who's recurring and who yeah. isn't. I'm I'm amazed we haven't gotten the Heat Miser guy back yet. Yeah, right. The hot dog flinger, you know. Yeah. What's Old his hot name? dog flinger? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that maybe that's where that kid picked up that hot dog. There you go. It's it left fl- over it from the flung uh, at him. Yeah, left over from the uh, the the rampage that mm-hmm. uh, that Heat guy went on. Or I need maybe a- you could go on the hot dog rampage. <laughs> I'm on a rampage. <laughs> Okay, well, as ever, our website mm-hmm. is kidslovebatman.com. Uh, if you want to write to us, it is kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail. Again, very important to include the podcast in there, because mm-hmm. uh, otherwise it goes to some other person. Who some I... poor stranger's going to have get questions about Coke or Pepsi. Uh, well, we haven't gotten that yet, and that is not a signal to you, Flonk. Uh, it will be taken as such, though. Uh, all right, fine. You know what? We haven't answered it in a while. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to answer that, and was, you know what? i got to wait for him. Yeah, no, we haven't gotten the question yeah. yet. You can't ask yourself that question. That's no, that insane. would be rude. Yes, exactly. Uh, let's see. Oh, we are on Twitter. I'm at Algar. I'm at, at Maggie Robots. And that's all for this time. Yeah, see ya, folks. Twala, chompus. <laughs> God damn it! For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2022, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.